Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody and welcome to another Dose Conspiracy Guys true crime story. This time we're talking about the butcher of Rostov, Andre Chikatila. This guy is fucked. Oh, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> to say the least. To say the very least. And joining me in the studio, uh, the effervescent ukuleleist, the ukuleleister himself, uh, Mark's ukulele tips himself. Uh, the Monsignor Mark Mango. Welcome to the studio, Mark. It's not cheating if it's just the tip. <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, Mark's ukulele tips on, on YouTube. You can mm-hmm. find it if you want to be able to to, to strum the four, yeah. the four strings of, of loveliness. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, can you tell us a little bit about your endeavours? Uh, well, it's just basically kind of tips about playing ukulele. So. And, and it's from beginners to experts? Uh, uh, three different levels. So okay. beginners would be the B, intermediates would be I, advanced would be A. Yeah, so playing all kinds of weird stuff. There'll be some beginner tips, but something like even Rage Against the Machine and things like that. So lots yeah, of I've unusual you, things. I've seen you do like, uh, you know, loads of hip hop stuff. You also yeah. have Hip Hop Alele, mm-hmm. which is uh, a mix between like the urban uh, music of the streets and then <laughs> the... like rap music as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, the gritty, with, the gritty streets of yeah, Hawaii. The gritty ukulele streets of Hawaii. And uh, it's it, like... I've seen you do stuff like System of a Down and Rage mm-hmm. Machine and even like Snoop Dogg or like Macklemore and all these different types of stuff. Like you're yeah, taking... Yeah, all kinds of songs that make my parents embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> you're taking ukulele into a different... Very different realm. direction. That's yeah. kind of what I enjoy. It's like I uh, I really don't like the kind of old standards um, yeah. of ukulele. It's just There's a lot of ukulele nights dumb. filled with uh, when I'm cleaning windows and... Yeah, and wagon wheel and things like that, yeah. yeah um, so that's not really my scene. But I just, I, I like... It's it's my my love of the underdog. So I love playing like nasty, mean shit on this adorable <laughs> child's instrument. So I'd even like the other night I was playing in a room of like a hundred people. I was playing "Hot in Here" by Nelly. I was like the Lord. only one doing it. So it's just like, yeah, good gracious, ass, bodacious. Yeah, you can you, you you do. There's a, there is a streak of of blackness that goes through you. You can freestyle rap for and a can, very pale human being. Yes. Yeah, like possibly one of the palest, mm, like, uh, transparent even. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, yeah, like uh, hip hip hop lately is 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 definitely a triumph uh, for music, Thank and you. I can't wait till it takes off, man. If you want to learn how to play the ukulele, Mark's ukulele tips, so you can hit it up uh, at Mark's ukulele tips on Twitter, and uh, he'll be able to give you the tip. 
Oi. And you can uh, you can see you can see here you get on. I mean, ukuleles are are inexpensive. Diamond doesn't. You know, yeah, the, the, thirty you bucks. Can, yeah, you can put it in the sure. top drawer. And do you know what? If you give it up, sure, it's not the fucking end of the world. Doesn't matter. It wouldn't be the first um, one to gather dust. Exactly. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, Mark. This one's pretty dark. Uh, it did is. You, did you go? You went deep on this one. That was. Oh, I don't know how deep I went. Fuck. How deep can you go? Yeah. Well, I I like I went into some I went into some shady territory uh, in my search engine looking for stuff on this. Like, yeah. how does a uterus actually taste? <laughs> what is? Oh God. Do you know? Um, apparently, he 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 like chicken. He'd, he'd only chew them. He wouldn't swallow. Uh, but like, we all say that. Like Bill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I did remove the, the u- uterus but I did uh, not inhale I chewed on the uterus I did not eat it uh, uh, Andrei Chikatilo uh, was, a, was a Russian the well, chick a magnet U- a Ukrainian born yeah. uh, Russian serial killer and his cultural significance is that he was like kind of, kind of Russia's first serial killer hmm. but because of the abject denial of the american phenomenon of serial killers yeah. in the former ussr uh he was allowed to you know prolifer pr- pr- prolifically uh, uh, murder and mutilate people all through the 70s and 80s and yeah. he had a fucked up childhood as is the norm with these lads uh ended up doing some awful crimes and then uh, as soon as the the iron curtain fell the police kind of went well geez we can't have this but it just seems so it seems so weird that he was allowed to go on for as long as he was you know yeah, I think that was probably part of the kind of party line. Yeah. Or at least that's what's gleaned from the documentary. Yeah, yeah it does It does seem that, uh, do you know, uh, in the 70s, we, we had like the Ted Bundys and we had the John Wayne Gacy's and we had mm. the Son of Sam and these kind of stuff in the late 60s and early 70s. If anyone has watched Mindhunter on Netflix, which is fucking like kiss your butthole and have it explode. Uh, that's what you're doing with your fingers and you um, that is Mindhunter is a fucking whomper about how the guys made uh, the FBI uh, criminal profiling right uh, in, the, in the in the late 60s and early yeah. 70s fucking class man talking about Ed Kemper and we're going to do all those on the show in the future uh, loads of different types of murderers all profiled in this thing and they're and they're going around like it's two dudes that travel around the whole of America interviewing murderers and asking them why to try and figure out like like the common circumstances and trying to build up profiles um there was nothing like that in the ussr although they were aware of these serial killer events where people were being murdered not just in like you know you murder your your spouse or your loved one or you murder somebody that you know or a business partner or the commonalities uh between like killings of passion or killings of of impulse uh these were non-connected killings these were people who weren't related to them these were non-geographically uh, uh conjoined mm. it wasn't kind of murders. a gender yeah, or... there was no it was just it was just a fellow that loved killing people and because the russian people couldn't chalk it down mm. they were like how the fuck like ah, let's just, just was, people die every day man let's not just make let's not make a big thing out of it you know yeah it was kind of running around the rumor mill in, all yeah. the, in the locality yeah so it was just a case of officially there's nothing going on but in terms of the rumor mill it was like well such and such disappeared and such and such disappeared and such and such was found dead yeah. and such and such was like a body was with found the here, sim- body with found similar, mutilations similar mutilations yeah it got so it was like it was running weird. around that uh, there was somebody on the loose yeah and and like uh, up until 1990 and then the, the ussr like soviet republic mm. uh, uh, kind of faltered and it was turned into a bunch of different countries as we know in 91 and straight away like Chikatilo was was you know the hammer was brought down by the FSB yeah it was the first case first major case for yeah. the new government 
Absolutely. And it was a it was a cracker because like everybody knew about this guy. He was traveling all over the the former USSR and he was going into these places and picking up children and yeah he was, he was dead to rights dead to rights absolutely. from the start because like he he pretty quickly caved with the evidence and then well, sure he yep, admitted it and lamped. gave gave walk about tours uh, but, about of where he where he kind of kill people but not only that not only was he totally like complicit and totally compliant with the police mm. uh he he made such a spectacle of the court proceedings yeah. that it was on Russian news and this is like the new unfettered non-Soviet free it, press that were like oh, we have our own like, it was serial their, killer it was their OJ oh my god we now have serial killer like America <laughs> this is great day quick put him in white jeep <laughs> if the glove don't fit better put on because hands get very cold in Russia <laughs> so Chikatilo also known as uh, the butcher of Rostov he was convicted of all of these killings, uh, these sexual assaults and these mutilations. There were 52 men, women and children between 1978 and 1990 in the USSR. That's fucked up, son. Hmm. That's fucked up, right? It's an impressive record. Uh, Chikatilo, he had, as we all have, have, you know, deduced by now, a terrible childhood. He, yeah, growing up in the war. Oh my God. Like so many of these dudes. We talked about Albert Fish. We talked about... Yeah, uh, uh, Ted Bundy, like and all of these guys, that Charlie the, Manson, like yeah. awful childhoods. And speculated that the Nazis basically rolled through his town and it raped was inferred, his mama. yeah, implied that it was, yes, the soldiers probably raped his mother. He saw some shit. Well, he had, he, like, they lived in the Ukraine and uh, th- he lived in, he was born in Yablunch in the Ukraine on the 16th of October 1936 and they were farmers, they were collectivized farmers under the Soviet rule, right? And, and, as we know, you know, the five-year plans and the, these... Uh, Had some undesired consequences. Yes, exactly, yeah. I, I don't want to... We're not getting political on this, but uh, yeah, the Soviet, the Soviet rule kind of fucked up a lot of the places outside of uh, Mother Russia itself. Mm. All the stands, the... the, the Ukraine s- suffered pretty badly yeah, from Southern the agricultural Europe, failure. The yeah. Balkans... Uh, it had the, what the, was described by some people as a famine. Yeah, well, I mean, there were people eating other kids and stuff like yes. that so this is the stories that's, that went on you that's know? not like starving as in a missed dinner this it's is like, like i'm gonna starving. die if i don't get meat yeah uh, he didn't eat bread until the age of 12 and you know uh this this stalinist uh collectivized agriculture plan was was pretty, less than impressive yes it was pretty strict on what you had to hand up yeah uh, as far as uh you know the whole socialist paradigm went where people were like yeah uh, you know the Ukraine I could big, eat this bread or I could give it up to you like in honor of in honor of Ukraine the would have been a big farming a big yeah, farming well, absolutely, country absolutely yeah. yeah it's the Idaho of of the Russian Federation or whatever yeah it's got big flat plains so so during these famine incidents uh, the, the the reports of cannibalism were rampant and uh, even like Chikatilo's own mother said that his brother was kidnapped by uh, by neighbors and and cooked and eaten eaten yeah like there's even a story. The, the Hunger Games. Yeah, Sorry. it is. There's even a story uh, that Chikatilo told in court when, or in in his deposition when he was arrested, that uh, they were he was in a neighbor's house and they were cooking a stew and I was like, oh my god, you're cooking stew! Like, where'd you get the stuff for the stew? And they could see fingertips floating in the stew. <sighs> yeah, like, Jesus, that's grim. That's pretty grim. I so. hope it's ratatouille. <laughs> Like, do you take the bones out? Are they? Are they? Is this vegan? Are they? Yeah, are they boneless f- finger fillets like kitty, kitty, kitty oh, paws? Oh God! 
like where do you like do you know what I mean like cannibalism yeah. happens it happens mm. but at this point Chikatilo was going through a really rough old spot and as yes. with as with a lot of these murders as well with a shitty childhood comes a maternal fixation mm. and his mother was a very strict woman and she was a supreme influence on his mental health and and fucked up his psychological state to be honest mm. uh, Roman his dad now this is where these feelings of inadequacy come along and these this is where later on we'll see this like uh, sexual uh, repression being expressed in anger and violence mm. so it's kind of this like uh, impotence that ex- expresses itself in the relationships that will yeah, yeah. Viol- violent uh, violent sexual escapades that eventually lead in climax because like an erection and a stimulation via the penis yeah. doesn't work because your your mind is fucked and your boner don't work yeah well the so document- you can only come if you choke someone to death like mm, this what the documentary is they lay that on pretty kind, heavily yeah. that he kind of hadn't really experienced sexual release in a long time until he killed his first victim yeah so this is where we see these first kind of like feelings of inadequacy and these feelings of a lesser than uh when his dad roman was drift drafted to the war uh little andre and his mother and sister were forced to live basically homeless uh because their house was bombed and burned down mm. And, you know, Roman is out fighting for the Soviet cause. And we know, like, you know, Soviets during the war, if you were, like, a defector, if you turned around, your own commander, your own would captain you, would yeah. shoot you rather than have you walk away. It was so sad. Even like, the, story, the stories mad. of, like, the two soldiers, particularly later in the war, being sent against the fr- against the enemy line, one carrying the gun and the other carrying the cartridge. Oh. So that whichever one was shot first, you pick up the other guy's thing and it like it was it's just because they didn't have enough guns for everybody yeah yeah, they didn't have enough weapons and they were likely they were extremely likely to be killed immediately so it was a case of you're almost like using up the enemy's bullets with people like it was a different level and people I don't think a lot of people understand quite quite how severe the Soviet war was yeah millions and millions and millions of so like way more Soviets died than like Jews or Poles or Czechs or yeah like and the biggest loss was on the Russian side yeah I have a thorn on my side all the time about that where American Britain claim to have like won the war on kind of equal footing with russia it's just if you get in if you get deep into the statistics it's shocking how how by how heavily the losses were on the uh soviet and german sides well, you could imagine like what 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 would denote like winning the war would it be like having the least amount of people killed because if in that case american britain did win <laughs> true russia is just like you know when you're playing risk and mm. you just you know, one guy has like infinity amount of people and whatever he rolls he's going to get like three cards it's going to be another 75 troops and he yeah. just has it's the law of big numbers you just keep throwing big numbers at at the other team and mm. eventually you will just wipe over them like well i'd say maybe that, that's what russia had because it was so huge it has such a pool of people to choose from yeah that has always been a tactic for russia in wars has been essentially retreat and let the landmass, the scale of the country do the work for you yeah. so keep walk, the keep, germans to death keep walking back burn the fields burn the resources and make nothing worth advancing over and then spread them thin and then once winter hits they begin their supplies begin to suffer they're they're thinly spread and then you attack them yeah that's that's been what took out the nazis about what napoleon lost as well fuck the swedes as mm. well when they were doing it yeah People forget about the Swedish Empire. <laughs> the good old Swedish PR. They own half of Europe. Is that like the IKEA in Moscow? Or? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, now they're now they're, the now, they're creep, now they're creeping in with the fuck of furniture. We're sitting at an IKEA table, my friend. <laughs> they're in the office. They're listening. There's I'm, a, I'm bugs. in my IKEA high chair right yeah. now. They're sweet. They're Swedish uh, military bugs and all over furniture. Um, so, like, the way look, if your dad's out at war, you're worried. If your dad's out at work and you're a kid, like you're like, will he ever come home? He went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came home. Uh, Chikatilo was he was a. High man's child, right? Mm. He was a chronic bedwetter, and uh, his mother used to bring him out after he after he wet the bed, and stand him in his wet clothes, and then she'd scream at him, and then she'd even sometimes pull down his pants and flick his willy with a stick. That'll, like, that'll don't, help. Don't piss the bed, willy oh. flick. Jesus Christ! Of was course, she, his penis didn't work. Was she alone? No, <laughs> naughty. Naughty. Uh, she did like it, that's fucked up. That's a fucked up way to treat a child Jeez. in any situation. You're like, I know now. You know they have. Uh, um, you're not supposed to. You know even when you're changing the child's nappy, you're not supposed to. Be like, Ugh, the fucking smell of your shit because you give them like a crazy like scatological complex or whatever. Uh, you're supposed to be like, oh, good job, honey, and just wipe their arseholes. Yeah, and. You know, Jesus Christ! Though, as soon as that stick would have hit the dick, you'd be just it's be like, just like oh well, serial killer now." Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's it. Done. Step one: smack him on the dick with a stick. <laughs> step two: make him piss the bed. Like it's like step a fucking, three: starve him for twelve years. Yeah, it's like a like a Sesame Street recipe for a fucking serial murder. Yeah. So there was there was, and then bonus round: Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi rape. Uh, there was also speculation by experts. Now, this is not corroborated, but they, you know, they can fairly much say because the Blanche was on the the Nazi war path into Russia through mm. Ukraine. Uh, there was speculation that some at some point uh, German soldiers would have gang raped his mother, and Andre would have had to watch this. Mm. Um, it scarred him sexually from there on, and it's, it'd if, be at least as awkward as watching like a sex scene with your mother on the on the in a film. Yeah. At least. Like something maybe, like... Maybe double, maybe triple, maybe maybe a hundred times worse, actually. Yeah, it's like it's like running in and catching your ma having sex with your dad, but your dad's like... A Nazi. A, a train of Nazi soldiers. <laughs> it's it, it, In the way yeah, that it's absolutely awkward. not the same at all. Yeah. But it's similar. But not. Uh, yeah. But I mean, in, in, you know, mother is the word of God in the mouth of a child. And mm. this is like, you know, I know she used to stand him out in the rain and whip his dick because he pissed the bed as a baby. Uh, yeah, but it's a like complicated it's still, relationship. It's still your mammy. And apparently, his his younger sister, Tatiana, was the product of, of one of these uh, uh, German soldier rapes. So he had to live with it the whole time. And maybe wow. that there was feelings of, of uh, you know, hatred and guilt and uh, inefficacy and, you know, impotence oh, the physically chi- because the child was like, oh, and he had to live and with the product it out of Because this. the father was away for the pregnancy. Of so, course, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, wow, that one's even hard to deny in your own head. You have to, li- he'd have to li- imagine, like, the immaculate, child- blonde haired, blue eyed sister. Yeah. yeah. The odd one, the mm. relaxed one. Like, imagine, imagine having to live with your sister knowing that she was that. And every time you looked at her, you got a flashback of those lads fucking running the train on your ma. Like, naughty. That's rough, man. Yeah, it's rough. That's rough. Um, so, th- th- that's like, uh, we're laying out le- levels of, of, potential sources of impotence like he's a child mm. uh, PTSD usually comes from somebody who's in a situation where there's like violence or, or like sexual assault inflicted upon them and the feeling of helplessness and the feeling of you know the inability to defend oneself yeah 
means that you're you're kind of like you get this uh, uh, trauma hmm. the helplessness is 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 the trauma that triggers off ptsd and it happens a lot with rapes it happens a lot with like surprise attacks or robberies you get a ptsd attack because you're like there's nothing i could do about it and the fear of that happening again coupled with the knowledge that if it did happen there's fuck all like a lot of lads would be like ah, if i was you know if somebody pull a gun on me i just put a gun right on them back and i'd shoot them and shoot them dead or mm-hmm. like you hear the hired lads and all in the streets like i tell you now somebody fucking tried to box me i'd put, I'd put them like do conor mcgregor all over their face <laughs> like a lot of lads would think that yeah and in you know the heat of the moment with a couple of drinks i would think that i have done in the past and then had my arsehole <laughs> neatly folded and handed back to me <laughs> by m- much more skilled and sober men yeah. like not often but enough times for me to go yeah run away run away is the best defense and poor El andre in those feelings of inadequacy obviously had some kind of a psychological scar we know from episodes some. on <laughs> some Jesus. just somehow uh, we know in episodes of mk ultra like these the sexual uh, uh, exposure at a very young age yeah leads to these like breaks in the psyche or these kind of non sequiturs of thought when it comes to like sexual behavior or public sexual behavior more so where like people like you know the kids like uh, would would like John Benet Ramsey's uh, uh, big, bigger brother used to like rub poo on the walls and rubbing your own shit on the walls and playing with your own shite is a clear indicator of like sexual abuse or whatever. Right. Uh, according to psychologists. Mm. So it's like these these markers that are like, yeah, he's he's been he's been fiddled with. There's something going on there. Or like if there's like a kid going around and they're, you know, sucking on everything that looks like a dick or there's like overt sexual behavior, the chronic masturbation. There's a, a, a video on YouTube of like a four year old girl who's a psychopath and it's from the 70s and there's a guy interviewing her and he's going like, so tell me what it's like to be at home. Like, does your mommy and daddy lock the bedroom doors? Like, yeah, yeah. Why do they do that? Because I kill them when they's asleep. Fuck. It's like, really? Yes. Why would you do that? Well, because they, before, they put stuff in my vagina and it was sore and it bleeding. It was, it was scratchy and all this, telling all this like, the creation of a psychopath this little girl is like yeah. i'll kill like i'll choke the baby i'll stab my mom and dad like i'll kill everybody i'll kill i'll burn the house down all because of this like sexual exposure when they were younger mm-hmm. so chikatilo was exposed to that shit as well as his father returning home from the war after being released as a prisoner of war and he was injured so for the family this was like great shame really? great shame on that family <sighs> Jesus. Because to the community, this meant that he was a coward, that he got injured and then surrendered and was taken prisoner instead die. of like shooting his way out like you do at the end of Call of Duty when you you know you're on the last 2% Cause, of Because that works out well. Well, I mean, shit, you just respawn and... Till you get a medipack, yeah. Start, start a new family. So, like, yeah, he, he didn't die with, with Russian pride. So th- this reputation was going to follow the, the Chikatilo family all the way along because his dad was a coward. And when Chikatilo began school he was so small and weak because he had had like the first 12 years of his life with zero bread <laughs> like imagine never had bread like he had no food he didn't in the growth spurts and the, the nutritional times when you have to be feeding a child loads of caloric uh, intake like loads yeah. of protein and all that stuff to help the brain grow and all. he didn't have any of that so his muscles didn't grow he was much too small for his age five a day like five peas a day five of your neighbor's children's fingers a day oh, in the stew 
uh, and he he was so weak and small and frail that he yeah. used to faint a lot, and he was considered weak <sighs> and a traitor. So it's like, oh, the traitor fainted. So he had all of these hallmarks of like ineffectual, you know, uh, uh, immature, uh, untrustworthy, mm. just like a like a bullshit person. As well as his man standing and whipping his Mickey for pissing the bed, as well as like witnessing like what was going on with his man, as well as having to look at his sister and know she was a product of the rape, as well as the dad coming home, like all of this stuff compounded, compounded, compounded into Chikatilla just feeling really shitty about himself. Like it's bad, right? Mm. So Chikatilla put his mind to uh, to making himself better, and what he wanted to do was expand his expand his brain power. Uh, so he is he studied and studied and focused on study to increase his self-worth and get a degree and do all that stuff so he became the chairman of many school groups and he eventually joined a communist party and he got excellent grades and he was tip top top of the class best little best little boy in the whole party mm, the documentaries love to focus on the fact that he was a party member well i think it's painting communists in a bad light like he was the epitome of the red scare the communist yeah. scare you know? that's what I mean in terms of like a lot of the English speaking documentaries about this subject are yeah. very heavily anti-communist in well, much to the well even about points in, that are nothing 90s, to do they're yeah. nothing to do with anything in the 90s when it was cool to be anti-communist now if you're anti-communist you're alt-right <laughs> but like Seems it's, it's kind of like now. at the time you're a Nazi given the, not like gi- communism given the time of everything it's like the Soviet Union was on the ground dead and then it was like the 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 capitalists, Western capitalists coming over and it was like it's like, see I told you so, I told you so, did I tell you so? Did I tell you so? And they like pull their pounds and shit on the gray shit on the body yeah. and then just piss on the body and then dance on the body like ha ha told you so, told you so, told yeah. you so. It's kinda like this subject isn't really that much to do with that. It's like a little bit, but not really. And yeah. not not enough to be like ragging on it every like at the top and the tail of every kind of the section. Reason, the reason he was the way he was is because of communism because of the famine and because they were against the Nazis yeah, maybe, and because yeah. you know it, I, I see what you're saying the, mm. the, the documentaries do smash that into your head like yeah, yeah which may or may not be I mean that's a good point actually I hadn't considered the agricultural policies to be as directly um, causing the western documentaries to take quite that heavily a vocal stance on it yeah I mean the way that they bash communism in the 90s in those history channel docs right mm. it's kind of like you have to say no to Stalin because mm. if you don't, you know, you'll get Stalin. But if if you go the the total opposite way to Stalin, you get Hitler. So it's one or the other opposing ideologies. It's either like autocratic social democracy or, uh, you know, f- fascism, which mm. is, you know, an autocratic <clears throat> kind of, so, kind of so, like social democratic. America, yeah. It's, but it's kind of they're they're the, they're the same they're Adjust. almost the same but there's some things that are just enough different to make them mm. you know dire oppositional enemies like you know what I mean like for Russia to be smashed uh, uh, you know uh, uh, reputation smashed by by American media is kind of ironic because what Russia was doing was doing the very same thing the other way around like mm. don't no blue jeans no Beatles no Elvis Presley no jazz music like Everything was verboten. You couldn't do any of that stuff because, you know, they had a they had a certain monopoly over how free their people were, and it, and you can see that now reflected in modern day China, where they're like, I mean, there's a Chinese chikatilla waiting to be made, mm. like just famine all over China. There's there's loads of mad shit happening. Uh, uh, maybe not 
more recently but definitely in the past decade there's been like widespread famine in china for some of the people that are living there very in very very poor conditions you know yeah uh, uh, what is it 80 percent of the world live under a dollar a day mm. like that's a lot of people not eating <laughs> do you know or just having like a small bowl of rice with some flavored water uh not telling you what the flavor is now but just like it's pretty fucking rough for a lot of people and i do get what you're saying about the the documentaries being very anti-communist but people aren't as anti-communist as they should be these days and i think that's where you're looking back and going geez that's very anti-communist but like 12 or 15 years ago you're like yep that's just about the right tone because now the acceptance of nazism and its minor benefits similarly to communism communism is lauded like socialism is lauded as like the the best way but we just haven't done it the right way yet like oh it's the best thing we just nobody's ever done real communism before whereas nazism like made like the autobans and advances in scientific technology and stuff like that but also they fucking gassed a load of jews like there there are benefits to and, and detriments to both i think this is a legitimate point well i'd separate socialism and communism i think this is a legitimate point for <clears throat> for the argument of what i call the argument of isolation how so socialist countries unless they're social democrat tend to be basically attacked from all sides economically culturally yeah. and financially and in war sometimes like they're, venezuela venezuela yeah um they're generally just a- attacked and there's there's a, there's a pretty good argument there for like no one has ever been kind of just left alone and given a chance well who's attacking them all the time that's the thing rivals america mm, yeah it was, to be honest that's my coded language for yeah. that there it's 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 america doing doing the attacking because like if it does succeed then this like 70 year plan to abolish communism is, is done and to be to be honest like you know canada are doing real well with their with their whole thing mm-hmm. uh and it could continue on very positively i mean who's to know but to say that they're blaming chikatila on communism i don't think is that far-fetched with like the 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 five-year plans like the agricultural acquisitions and these kind of things that created an atmosphere where somebody could be Mm. that way but also this guy as we'll find out now as we go along was kind of a supporter he was kind of like uh uh he had a crutch of social acceptance and societal hierarchy Mm. because he joined the party he was a smart dude he was given the means more of an opportunity and then he committed these crimes yeah, and, he was and because of the pride of, of because he was of an upstanding pr- citizen like the same yes. thing that happened with Ireland, in Ireland with people getting away with all yeah, kinds of, course, of depraved priests shit. and politicians priests, yeah. and all sorts of fucking it was that because they're beyond citizen. recrimination because mm. they're part of a, a, a society you know with special handshakes and special clothes and all sorts of things if you're part of a, t- a fraternity or a, or a sorority or the community yeah you, people are gonna fucking you're just invisible when exactly. they're looking when they're looking exactly. for a criminal exactly yeah uh and the people who invariably get busted are the people that don't have any money because they can't defend themselves yeah. but this is what happened like chikatilo is like i i can see how society works i've been in the worst part of it yeah i'm gonna make sure that doesn't happen to me again mm. i'm gonna get myself an education. So yeah. he went and he got this. Uh, uh, the chair. He became the chairman of all these groups, and he he joined a pa- the Communist Party. And he tried to go to college, but he, when he applied to many of these colleges, he was refused the scholarship to get in. And Chikatila himself suspected that was because his father had a tainted war record. And as soon as they seen the name, they were like, "Wow, no, this boy is not getting in here. He'll quit, or he'll Whoa. you know that shit follows you around, man. Fucking hell." 
So he's a pariah because of his dad. I mean, how many dudes can can proudly write their name Weinstein on a, <laughs> do you know, on a on a on a check on an or on a, list. Do you know, at, at the at the Amazon the Amazon delivery guys things like, are you uh, uh what Weinstein? It's not that Weinstein, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> do you know how many people can 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 walk away from a namesake? Yeah. And he went in there and and he did really well in the entrance exams and we're like, nah, man, Chikatilla, Chikatilla, no bueno. But eventually, he he you know he got into these colleges. Uh, had to work a little bit, hustle on the, on the weekends or whatever. And he ended up getting multiple different degrees. Multiple bachelor's degrees. Super smart dude. He also completed the military service. And at this point in his life, in his early 20s, he was a fully-fledged citizen. Mm. Like, upstanding member of society. And, like, all accounts should point to him being well-respected. Yeah. He's a well-respected dude. Inside, broken. Yeah. Like a, like a, you know, like eggs at the bottom of the shopping bag. Exactly. Fucked in his brains. But on the outside, he had done all the things that society demands of one. Yeah. Mm. So during this school time and during this, uh, uh, you know, uh, coming of age, when he's like in his mid-teens. So the awkward... Uh, yeah, the sexual things start... The coming. disco. Yeah, you're waking up in the middle of the night, hoping that you haven't pissed your pants so your man won't come out and slap, whack your dick with a stick. And he, he, he was so weak... That he would he would fall over and faint and stuff, and he'd have people come over and go, Are "You okay? You okay?" And this this starting this touching started these like awakenings of sexual ardor, and uh, he knew that he had the horn, but he couldn't get the horn. Mm. His dick was broken, so he had a horn inside, but not outside. Yeah, and that's a hard place to have a horn. That is, especially when you don't have one on the outside. Mm. He couldn't get an erection in any situation. This is what was what the internet has said to me. Couldn't get an erection in any situation. I'm like, have you tried everything? <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> I'm sure there's something can be. I'm sure there's something can be done. Uh, so he had a crush at the age of 15, but he couldn't. He couldn't act on it. And she was 17, and they had a little girlfriend, boyfriend kind of shit going yeah. on. Holdy hands, touchy kissy, get a pinch of a titty, and your dick doesn't work, and you're like what the fuck, what the fuck, man, my dick doesn't work. Like, when I was 15, you were g- producing gallons of liquid. <laughs> Industrial quantities. Rubbing yourself raw, pulling yourself around the room on your tippy toes. Yeah. Like a ballerina. <laughs> six, seven times a day. Insatiable. And this poor lad had all of that inside him, mm. but couldn't couldn't let any of it out. So, one day, he jumped on the 11-year-old friend of his younger sister, Tatiana, Who's a product of Nazi rape. So Tatiana's little friend, 11, they were wrestling around on the ground and they were doing pinch tickles and all sorts of things and he got a bit rough with her and she was struggling to get away from him and lo and behold, he he ended up with Christmas in his jocks. He, he, you know what I mean? Yeah. From, from wrestling with an 11 year old at 15, he, he got a gratification from forcefully holding down yeah. a little girl and having her screaming and doing all that. So he was like, Ugh. Uh, I've got to go. Like, imagine that happening for the first time in that situation. Uh, yeah, I can see how that would be a problem. Like, think back there to the first time it ever happened to you. Now think about how awkward that would be if it was from rolling around the ground with an 11-year-old. Christ. Yeah. That goes for everybody out there. Fucking weird, man. So, this was the first taste of, like, I know what I like. I know what makes it work. 
and with the mind of a 15 year old uh, as soon as you find out like no one teaches you how to wank so whatever way you figure out I just hit it with a stick right <laughs> whatever way you figure out to do it if it's like you Man. know if it's like you're putting a, you're putting like a little chocolate florette on a on a decorative dessert strawberry you know but just two fingers like ping 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 or if it's the full like ham fist of death like the grip of the grip of Ishtar just <laughs> like trying to fucking pop the top of it like the like a, a like a bottle yop like whatever whatever way you whatever way you feel whatever technique if it's like that's it if it's like you know the cowboy stance like the rodeo stance where instead of like holding up ways you've you turn, researched this you, you turn have, your thumb inwards you have and, the real names and do it the other way around i'm just making this shit up these are all things you know what i mean uh look, whatever works for you you find it and then when you get to about 16 17 you're joking with your mates and like yeah yeah did you ever like you know when you're making the jack-o'-lantern just keep all the bits from inside of the pumpkin and then like put them in a plastic bag and then put that plastic bag in just between the, the, yeah. ma- the, the mattress and the top of the bed and then like <clears throat> heat it heat up a little bit of micro oven and put it in and then like do you ever get like two lamb's liver and put it in a pint <laughs> glass and then put that pint glass in the microwave for like three minutes and then wait for a minute to cool because it'll burn you and then like f- like fuck that thing or like, just put two, put two raw chicken fillets in a wrap and just put some salsa in it and then just give it away some mayonnaise yeah a bit of sweet corn mm. And have that for lunch after you've wanked nine times. Yeah. Like, they're the things that teenagers experiment <laughs> with. Can you imagine this mentality of this guy who's like, I've just found out a way to make the funny feeling come back. Yeah. I want to do that again. Like, that is, that's what, a strange awakening, Mark. What would be the song to drop in that moment in that film? Uh, I think Bruce Springsteen's The Wrestler. <laughs> or, uh, if you leave me now, you take away the biggest part That's, of me. That could be for later on in the movie. Oh. But uh, to have, to, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, oh. maybe Twisted Sister, I Want to Rock. Oh, I want to rock. Whether you want to or not, I'll hold you down and come. I want to rock. <laughs> like this to you. So after completing college, and I'm sure a, a multitude of failed sexual escapades like any of us uh, he returned home to his village in the Ukraine to live with his parents and he became involved with a young woman who through normal kind of means not like an inspection or whatever uh, you know with a, with a with a stick and a piece and a ruler uh, discovered his you know flaccid secret yeah. and she spread rumours around the village and he became betrayed and it was again another emotional barb uh, you know, uh, uh, the humiliation of it. Uh, yes, again, yeah. a notch on the on the the bedpost of his psyche, which just meant that, like, as bad as his mother. Yeah, I mean, another o- o- oppressive, demeaning woman who was out to fucking make his Mickey a holy show. Yeah, like bad news, man. Like I've never. I've never in my life made anybody uh, as much as I possibly could. This is, without beco- this is becoming a hell of an underdog story. Big Maybe. time. I, I tried to paint it like that because I listened to loads of loads of podcasts about Chikatilo and yeah. nobody tells the story this way. This is what I'm seeing. I'm not trying to paint it in a positive light, but I'm trying to go like, understand it. Mm. A lot of people are like, yeah, this mad cunty jump out of a tree and then like cut your guts up and eat your uterus. Yeah, if you, if you, add, those ingre- if you add those ingredients in that particular order, you get that meal. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Uh, in my mind, 
I think that some of the stuff they did, like how how could they not have seen it coming? And that's why all these profile and stuff, and that's why people are so like freaky about children now, like drawing weird pictures in school and drawing overtly sexual images, like you know they're draw a picture and it's all like what's this oh it's Santa fucking my mom at Christmas time I was like what did you see Jesus crappy because that looks like a number one hit yeah I don't know man I saw mommy fucking Santa Claus all against her will last Christmas Eve Sig yeah he emptied his bag into her oh Jesus well (laughs) it's those conspiracy guys folks did you expect any less that time of the year it is (laughs) <laughs> if we all pull together we have a white Christmas so it just happened that that this woman was spreading all this stuff and like what would you expect to happen if it was a normal ass man like if it was a normal dude and he had a woman going like he's impotent he won't fuck me and you're telling everybody to the best of my knowledge like I've had a lot of body issues people call me fat and all this kind of stuff and I know how much it hurts and only when I want to really hurt somebody do I go after that thing but never ever ever have ever said like hey man you gotta fucking work that shit out like you're that's not good mm. to a guy or a girl I've just been like hey stay to you like or fucking yeah like you don't fucking that's somebody's like they're that's their person like you can't change that shit so like hey yeah. man you got a really creepy nose you got really weird eyebrows hey man your teeth are crooked you know that go get braces you're like this is mean oh, Gordo you're what? looking at me when you're saying all these things <laughs> It's like, I do know that I have crooked teeth. I don't have braces. Teeth. I look at my fucking face the every day. The other stuff is right, but I don't have braces. I, I, look, I, look at, I, I look at my face every day. I know the fucking state of my teeth. Like, like yeah. why would you need to say that? So this bitch is going around saying this stuff. And this this cracks himself. This cracks mm. Chikatila. He's at it's home. Breaking and he's point. Home. The breaking point, man. This is like, he's been out. He's come from like the piss to bed fucking uh, 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 washed up like traitor family yeah he went out he got two degrees he went to the disco as well he went to he went to a dance yeah Jesus that takes that's like that's a trauma in and of itself <laughs> just going to a dance as a teenager when your dick and works then, or not yeah and then you're, you're like oh my god I kissed a girl and it's like oh my god her hands in my pants and then oh my god nothing yeah. is happening uh oh and then she goes around the town and tells everybody and you're yeah. like oh my god yeah. We've all had those stories, though. We've all had those stories of something embarrassing happened to us. And we, like, if somebody got it, awful, right? Yeah. So what happened here was a Snapchat selfie got, <laughs> got posted got, to 4chan. Like, yes, a dick pic got posted to the internet yeah. in the way that it would in, in, in you know, the 60s. Mm. And she went around spreading around rumors. Chikatilla snapped. And in 1993, in an interview, he said, from that event from your one spreading the rumors and everybody like he tried so hard to better himself he got a good a good degree he was coming back to a good job like he was doing everything the party wanted like he was top class mm. dude so he tried to kill himself by hanging after this one went around and told everybody his dick didn't work tried to kill himself his mother found him and put his mother and his sister found him and pulled him out of the noose they didn't hit him in the dick no I, who knows who I wouldn't imagine that they wouldn't have. Mm. I mean, it was seemed like a family the, the, tradition. The done thing. Yeah, and uh, he he had to move away then out of shame because he couldn't even complete his own suicide. That was what they said. He's so useless he couldn't even kill himself. Like that's rough. Yeah, that's you're walking away from that town and going fuck that people, fuck mm. those motherfuckers. Like right. So then in 1961 he moved to Rostov on Don. Uh, which is in the 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 motherland of Russia, mm. 
and uh, he got a good job and he had a nice apartment and he was followed quite swiftly by his mother and his sister mm. they came to live with him because they're like well we're not going to stay in your blanche where there's no fucking bread or food or anything like that and also well, you've humiliated you. us so well in their eyes uh, yes yeah, yeah, yeah they're like we're going to get something out of you so his sister moved moved into the city uh, uh, and want like she got married and she was happy out and she wanted to see her brother happy so she set yeah. Chikatila up with her her husband's spinster sister, Theodosia. Right. So it was like a family affair. Mm. Sister and a brother and a sister and a brother. What way did the names work out there? That could be confusing. In-law? In-law. Brother-in-law. Sister-in-law. Brother-in-law, I was well. Yeah, is it yeah. still? Uh, yeah. He's already the brother-in-law and now he's still the brother-in-law. He's, brother. he's a law. double brother. Double brother-in-law. <laughs> um, so with Theodosia, they had figured out this system away of sex yeah where, where there is a will there's a way exactly so they were married they had to have kids they had to have been seen to life uh uh finds a spatula and <laughs> they, f- they, they did this thing where he would like you know uh, uh come in his hand and then like try he put it up her with his fingers and she eventually got pregnant and they had two kids using this method is it like half lizard dna half turkey baster <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and they keep it in a, a can of uh, yeah, shaving foam. Cream. Uh, so yeah, they had two kids using this. Uh, I, I don't know what you'd call it. The 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 handoff method. The yeah. Uh, the uh. long the the hail mary pass. I guess what would you call it? <laughs> so there's something in there. The long shot. The long shot. Yeah. yeah. The long ball. We'll yeah. Call the, the, double, the long ball. The re- the rebound. Did the rebound? It I bounced I, it into I a actually, fanny off his hand. In my head, I can't even go to the place of what was required to get him there. How did he? How did he get? How did he get? He'd have to like wank a flaccid dick to oblivion. But I mean, to like, get it to come out. Yeah, but I mean, even to just physically get him there, what had to occur? You're just like, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's something you really have to think about because as it goes along, this is behavior that was uh, like fundamental, fundamental to yeah. how he how he committed his murders, and it was like cooperated with. It was mm. enabled, enabled by his yeah. family. That he's like, well, look at Andre doesn't have a work on Mickey, but sure, look at you're rotten. So the two years are match in heaven. Like that's what Theodosia was kind of. She was she's a fairly plain looking yoke, and you know she was like, I be you know, mm. I'd be happy with it or whatever. Like I'm up for having a family. It's my last chance, and it was you know, just a real fucking drab like grim situation. You know, pretty so, grim, absolutely. So they were living together for like five years, six years. And in 1970, Andre got a job as a teacher, and this put him in like a seriously like threatening position. He was, yeah, a sexual Jesus. deviant in front uh, who had already committed sexual acts on minors. Had he at that stage? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he like in school he was doing some stuff like that, right? And according to his uh, confessions later on in in the early 90s before right. his execution, he was like, yeah, well, I mean, the first proper murder was 1978, but. I had done stuff all before that. So who yeah. knows what he was doing. He's moving all over the country. Uh, he got a job in a teacher. That was a good sign. Just like well, a priest, yeah. Moving around the parish. Nothing happens to him. We'll wait to hear this. He he was called the goose. And this in Russian is uh, like an insult. You know, like... And like, in a Tom Cruise movie as well. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, oh yeah, you're, you're ineffectual. You're... Right. You're, you're nothing. You're a fool. Basically. You're a fool, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was... It was he was highly and frequently publicly disrespected by the students. So again, a public shaman. 
a, a metaphorical like a stick, stick to the stick penis to the dick. yes and and some of these kids would blow cigarette smoke in his face and scream and throw things during his class tip the tables over uh you know right like chickatilla has no willy on the board chickatilla has no willa yeah fuck that guy mm. uh he had no control over these kids and yeah. again feelings of impotence feelings of inefficacy pretty hard to control kids fuck. like that so when you're even when you're a psychologically relatively normal human being so uh, as way leads on to way uh his first reported sexual assault was on a 15 year old student who he molested in a swimming pool so what he would do was lock girls in the classroom and molest them and he would be walking into school constantly fondling his flaccid penis uh trying to rub it off girls elbows as he as he leaned over their shoulder to help them with their work he would like rub it against their back he would go into the classrooms or go into the go into the uh changing rooms and stuff like that and be like oh sorry and like put his leg up on the chair and yeah fondle himself like there was constant sexual uh presentation it wasn't yeah. exactly like masturbation, but he was just like, look, look, look at this. Look, look. Hey, look, look. And these are all warning signs that should yeah. be like, this lad needs a good talking to. Yeah. He's a good fucking word of himself in the corner. So eventually, after all of these reports and all of this stuff, going into the girls' dormitory and like, you know, fucking smelling their knickers or doing whatever he's doing, like dodgy shit. Eventually, the school had to let him go and mm. be like, come here, Andre. You just too want too many fondles. You're too much. Yeah, too many fondles, bro. So they had to let him go, but there was no report made. Or there was no big deal made out of this. Like, he fucking sexually assaulted a young one in a pool. Like, I, I, I couldn't help it. And he was doing the whole chokey, chokey cum thing, right? Mm. So eventually, he was let go. And the, 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 like the principal of the school wanted to save face. Because they didn't want like this... They didn't this, want a scandal in the The Soviet parish. school system yeah, yeah. To, to look like they had these... Child molesters? Yeah. yeah. So they just moved him on to another school. And he got a couple more jobs as a teacher. From 1970 to 1981, he's moved like five times. Uh, and in 1981, he was let go from another school for molesting children much younger. Of both sexes. So he'd moved on from just molesting young teenage girls into like seven, eight, nine, and ten year olds, boys and girls. So he was just out for anything at this point. Like, that's fucked. Mm. This is before like his first murder in 78. So all through the 70s, he was at it. Yeah. And loads of people knew and they fired him because of it and nothing was done and no reports were made. Yeah. Like, you would wonder why they wouldn't do something about it. So institutional. Isn't it? Mm. And you can you can understand how it can happen in a place like Ireland like that. Yeah, it's it's so familiar as well with the with the history of Ireland and the school system. Absolutely, man, fucked. So he did get a job as a supply clerk, which gave him free reign to travel the country without quarter. He was out and about, a man about town. So was that like a demotion? Well, he wasn't able to be a teacher anymore because you know I think it's like five times you get caught for molestation, you have to give up being a teacher. <laughs> Uh, so we have the rules. Uh, so I don't so, make them. <laughs> so the supply clerk for this uh, logistics industrial company. So he's on the could, road. He's on the road. So he's a he's, traveling pedophile. Yeah, transient. Not you know. He, and he was able to commit these murders on the road, going mm. from town to town, from place to place. He was just a man in a van, a guy on the street. Nobody knew him. There was no reputation of you know Chickatilla the weakling, Chickatilla the goose. Yeah, yeah. You know, the father is so a he stranger. So he could be anyone because he's just new. He's a stranger yeah. in town. Ted Bundy-ish, right? Yeah. So nobody knows what he actually did on these trips. 
and most of the confessed information from there comes from Chikatila himself. Yeah. So there was like disappearances and murders all across the Soviet Union that are now attributed to him. He has he had for up to the time of his death he had not uh, uh, confirmed nor denied their existence, and he's like maybe I did maybe I didn't. He make up a story about like blah 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 and this one was killed this way and he tell real intricate details and they match like the fucking body mm. and he's like well maybe it wasn't me and they're like well, it had to have been you well maybe it was maybe it wasn't and still he left him guessing when he was gone like you know what I mean like how many he had years there on the mm. road to do whatever he wanted like the wet bandits you know like uh, the only way they could tell which houses they were because they turned the sink on <laughs> otherwise What's that? From Home Alone, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't know. So, his first actual murder that was, like, chalked down, this was murder, was in Shakti. And on the 22nd of December, uh, he murdered a nine-year-old girl called Yelena Zaktatnova. And he, it was a whole kind of, like, sweetie, sweetie man in the woods kind of thing. He lured her to a purpose-built shack. And he was promising a, a very rare Soviet treat of bubblegum. And he tried to rape her. And then when he couldn't, he couldn't get an erection to rape her, he began stabbing her. And this gave him the, the sexual release that he was looking for. He was searching, yearning for that teenage, you know, take a fight, you know, accidental jizz pants so moment. He found his thing. Stabbed her to death. Um, a load of times, multiple times. And this is his, this was his picadillo. This was his thing where he's like, yeah, I got to do this again. That was great. Now, Typical to the crimes in the school and the stuff seeming systematic in the USSR where they're covering up this stuff. They don't want people to be doing this stuff, so they keep it on the DL. The police didn't arrest Chikatilo for this crime. And he dumped her body and her school bag in a nearby river. So he had a hut purposely built in the woods. He dragged her body from the place, covered in blood, left a blood trail, Mm. tossed her body in the water, threw her bag in the bin, left a trail of blood back to the shack from him, covered in blood with a weapon in the thing belonging to him but because he was a family man with two kids and a good job and he was a party member they ignored his obvious suspiciousness can you believe that ignored it man instead they arrested and convicted alexander kruvchenko who was a local sex offender who lived just up the road and said that he did it and they didn't even look into the fact that Chikatilo owned the place. He had the blood. The blood led back to the place. The weapon was inside. Did they do fingerprints? No. He is a member of party. He can be trusted. What about that nonce up on the hill? Let's get him. Kruvchenko! Yeah, fucking Can you hell. imagine being so obtuse? Oh, no. This is like a warning sign for institutional respect. Fucking bullshit, man. Did you see The Keepers? Did you ever watch The Keepers? No. Keepers is a Netflix documentary centering around the murder of a nun. Right. And the nun was murdered by an alleged paedophile who worked in the school system in Baltimore. Right. And the people now are going back and looking through the case trying to find out who actually murdered her. And in doing that, uncovered a whole lot of unsavory uh, stuff about what those priests were doing. Yeah. One of the main perpetrators of this thing who was said to have murdered her buried all the evidence and all the fucking stuff in a big like uh, 40 foot by 40 foot hole that's like waterproofed and insulated all the files buried in a big hole in the ground in a field somewhere that the lads found he fucking raped dozens if not hundreds of young ones 
who all came through the halls of the school. He was moved four or five times all around Baltimore and eventually mm. to Limerick in Ireland, where he spent a couple of years, I don't know, training up new paedophile priests. <laughs> giving sem- giving seminars. Oh, the body of Christ, the gets trunks and Like, can you mm. imagine that? Like, institutionalized obsolescence, institutionalized obfuscation of facts. Like, that's fucked up, man. So this lad, these lads and the keepers, like, if you haven't watched that, watch that shit. It's all about the institution, man. It's totally fucked up. For, oh, it, like, it's riveting. Like, you can't look away, but it's, oh, it's grim. It's dark. Mm. You want some, you want some, you want some good mood going into it, I think. Um, so, if, you want, if you want to get rid of a good, a good well, mood. Well, yeah, yeah. If you have to have a good mood to, to get through to the end, to be True. normal. Um, so, like, Chikatilo's murderous predilections escalated then. Uh, where he would uh, he would mutilate bodies and he would chew on the parts of the victims, mm. pull out organs and <laughs> give it a bit of an old dog with a pig's ear. Uh, in 1981, a 17 year old girl was lured to a forest by Chikatilo and he brutally murdered her, chopped her up in bits, eviscerated her in fact, uh, uh, and he he bit and ripped off her nipples. He allegedly chewed on her uterus, which he caught out from her stomach. And he said in, in depositions later on that he never ate the victims. He never actually chewed and swallowed it like meat. But he liked the springy texture of the insides on his teeth. So he just like pull, pull off a bit of uterus and just give it an old chew like a Wrigley's. And then... Like, I wonder if anyone point out to him that like that's like splitting hairs slightly. Uh, it's like, I, I cut it open and I take out uterus and I chew it, but I did not swallow. Yeah. I'm not weird. I eat the kidneys like apple. And but and I just like the taste of the iron, like the metal from where the kidneys used to process urine in the body, and then spit them out, because <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> like that's fucked up, right? Uh, Pulling out the uterus because it's like I like to. Ch- I was like, get this cunt some bubble gum or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, you like, saw what he did with the last packet. That's why. That's uh, maybe why he's like, uh, no, I can't have bubble gum. It, too many memories. Too many. Smell, smell bubble gum. Bring me right back to that hut. That poor girl. Uh, so, basically, this like escalation of his disgusting, murderous behavior mm. uh, started a, a spate of uh, rapes that were initially rapes, but then turned into brutal forest murders of these teenage girls. And he would like grab them, try to rape them. Didn't really work. Stabbed them to death. Get his get his rocks off cut them up in bits, have a bit of a chew, bit of a snack, and then uh, cover them with branches and leaves and just walk away. And he would be covered in blood with, like, bits of uterus in his teeth. And he'd walk away from those crime scenes and nobody would say anything. Like, that's fucked. That's fucked up. Yeah. Right? So he began collecting uh, vagrants, homeless people, and ladies of the night, aka prostitutes, and bring them to, uh, to vacant locations out in the forest, forest roads, alleyways, places in the city that aren't inhabited. And he would do this again and again and again and again, up until the up until like 50, 52 victims. Like mm-hmm. madness. All through the late 70s and all through the 80s. Imagine the 80s in Russia where times are f- like fairly contemporary. It's still under Soviet rule, but it's yeah. not like 60s Soviet where they're like, not to everything. It's like, we're Night getting rider. along. Yeah, they're getting better. And this guy's going around doing that all over the country because he's a fucking... Yeah, Knight Rider before the Hoff was dancing on the Berlin Wall. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm looking for you to rest. Uh, like, he's a supply clerk. He's traveling all over the country. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, man. Whatever the fuck he wants. So, uh, there was a forensic rumor in Russia at the time that a victim's eyes take the picture of the last thing they see. And what Chikatilo used to do very often is pull the eyes out of the victim. So he'd either stab the eyes. Not like when my mother is taking a contact lens or something like that. Pulling the eye out of me. N- no, he would oh. like, like put the knife in and pop it out like a yap like again. He was shucking, Do another yap shucking sound. oysters. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's perfect because it's like a little one for eyes. Yeah, little one. He'd either stab them to bits, turn them to mush, or like pull them out uh, with a knife. Like yeah. these kind of things were common in in Andrew Chikatilo's world. And yeah. they were well known to the media. And these were the things where, okay, we're looking for, like, he's starting to kill with the eyes now. Let's keep an eye out. And these cases started. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even know that was coming. So, uh, Sorry. They were, they were, he was keeping, like, he was keeping, like, people from all over the country was were, were, were being Hearing victims this. of this. Yeah, victims yeah. of these crimes. And he's like, all right, well, keep keep watch out. Like, see if, if anybody has their eyes cut out or taken out, it's probably Chikatilo. And everyone was scared shitless, man. All through the mm. 80s, they were like, can't go nowhere you can't do it and it's like having a, a the John eye Wayne Casey yeah. we didn't see him coming the eyeball <laughs> the eyeball bandit that's, that's it man like um, in 1982 Olga Stalmachenok was taken from her school bus by Chikatila and uh, killed and stabbed and slashed 50 times and then she was flayed open all of her organs had a good old chew on and uh, her eyes were then cut out of her head like this is when it was the quintessential Chikatilo murder is mm. like Jack the Ripper style evisceration. Uh, the Russian police weren't doing anything about these killings and their investigation was botched at every turn, either forensically, uh, through reporting or through inaction because he was a member of the party. Yeah. But the magic factor, and this is maybe why they couldn't properly pin Chikatilo to all these crimes because you still have to go by forensic evidence and there could be copycat killers and all of these kind of, uh, you know, uh, subjectivities that makes you not be able to lay your hand on his back and go I know it was you motherfucker mm. because he had a rare condition that his DNA couldn't be identified wow imagine if you're gonna be a serial killer that's the superpower in, in, in the 20th century yeah man then that is absolutely fucking royal flush absolutely look at the draw so he was blood type AB but any of his other DNA samples when whatever form they may take, uh, showed a different blood type. So whenever they were looking for somebody, it's like, okay, we found a load of uh, we found a load of uh, <clears throat> DNA samples all over her belly and all over her the insides and all over. They put he pulled he pulled the fucking pulled the, the the DNA samples out of the victims and went, yeah, yeah, these are like blood type O or these are blood type A, mm. and he was AB. So the window came in and went, it was Andre Chikatilo. Get some DNA off him that took his blood. It was different. His DNA. It was different. It's like, fuck, it couldn't have been him then. Fuck. That's a bad day at the office. Like, it's so many. The like, guy's like sitting there covered clump. in blood. Yeah, with like fucking uterus in his And teeth. he's like, wasn't me. Oh, it literally wasn't me. You fucking bastard. Like bananas, right? Yeah. So, uh, like, the, the there was nothing that he left at the scene that could identify him forensically to the crime. Mm. Nobody knows if he, at the time if he knew that that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably just looked out if he did 
then he would have acted up for it. And I think he's like a pretty prolific murderer. I think it was a chance where he was in a situation where he found it like, yeah, like, you you know, you can't get me. Like, I know that. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Mm. Like, it's fucked. It's fucked. So in 1984, Chikatilo was observed by undercover police attempting to lure young girls away from a Rostov train station. Uh, and he was arrested. And then he was uh, tested. And this DNA anomaly let him walk free from that case. Fuck. So at 84, he still had another six years before he was going to be captured. That would, as a serial killer, make you feel invincible. invincible. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you had me. Yeah. I was doing the thing. Yeah. And you caught me. You still can't put me away. Fuck you. Like, fuck. Right. So instead, these 23 murders that were to be attributed to Chikatilo for these similar motives were slapped on like poor old Brendan Dassey this is making end a murder well. this is gonna end well isn't it they were slapped on two mentally handicapped youths oh Jesus that, who they forced to confess before they caught Chikatilo then caught Chikatilo and went oh no it was really him oh fuck man there's no DNA okay the two retards they already admitted to it let them take the fall and just put 23 murders on two mentally oh. handicapped lads <laughs> oh my god remember the party man had strange DNA, but he was a member of the party. He was a family man. He was fucking, mm. you know, giving the benefit of the doubt. Like, he used to be bananas. a teacher. Huh? He used to be a teacher. Bananas. Great with kids. Yeah. Christ. Really great. Fuck. Great swimming teacher. Um, you should see his backstroke. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if pool water is supposed to be salty. I think it's just seawater, right? Chlorine. <laughs> so in 1990, he killed a girl. And after this, he was being watched by the KGB. So they were starting to crack down. They're like, okay, I know this boy is dodgy. Let's just watch him, right? Mm. And Svetlana was his 36th known victim. 36? Jesus, by the time you get to 36... He still had 18 I, left to go, man. You'd stop counting if you got to 36 of anything. Oh. Fucking crazy. He was kept under surveillance from this time on, and they didn't see him commit the murder, but they saw him wash blood from his ha- face and hands in a well afterwards. <laughs> But it didn't matter because they couldn't pin him forensically. Did they come to him and he's like, you have blood on your face. He's like, don't worry, it's not mine. Like, <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. Like, but they couldn't take the blood and go, okay, it's this one. Like, his DNA has nothing to do with it. <sighs> right? So he was arrested properly in November 1990 when he was walking around his neighborhood. So he came out of his building and there's like gardens in between two buildings or whatever. Just walking around. Offering young children a slug out of this jar of beer that he is carrying under his arm. So he's just walking around these jocks. There's actually a video on YouTube of him being lifted. And he's just walking around trying to get a little kid. Because he's not even going far from his home. He felt invincible. He was just like... Uh, it's like, you know, when you are when you stay in the house too long on a green day. Like, you're smoking all day. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to go all the way to the supermarket. Okay, I'm just going to have like four packets of crisps for dinner. <laughs> And you just shuffle out across the shop in your dressing gown. That's him sitting up at home going, oh, I'd love to like molest and brutally rape a, a small child. But not if really you just tuned like, into the podcast right now. The whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think they'd be tuning in this way. Uh, it's like, oh man, I'd love to fucking, I'd love to get a takeaway. So, but I couldn't be. I couldn't be bothered. Couldn't eat a whole one. Couldn't, yeah, I love kids. I couldn't eat a whole oh, one. Oh, Christ. So he just, he just went out and he's just like, hey, kid, you want to drink a beer? Ah, you fucking tease. Hey, you, kid, you're fat. You look like, like sugar. This stuff is like super sugar. Make you feel real good. You want some? Fuck you, fatty. Like, 
sauntering around offering beer to kids. Someone reported him and he wow. got fucking lifted. So eventually what caught him was not multiple times of being caught trying to no. lure children into the no. woods or rape them or kill prostitutes no. or covered in blood washing his face. No. None of that, no. Or uterus in his teeth. Or Just offering Just. beer to kids. So next time, went, a, next time a teenager goes, oh, you're going to the off-license to buy a few cats. It's like, it. don't fucking do All it. All your murders will be... They'll pin... Well, not 23, because 23 went to the, the kids with Down yeah. syndrome. So 36. whatever was after the 23. Yeah. The other 26, yeah. Fucked up, man. Jesus. So he got lifted. I'm and still he just waiting went. on this happy ending payoff here. He, this is, he he's going to redeem himself, right? He just went, uh, look, it, I done it. I don't know. You, these are too shit. You can't catch me. <laughs> I, so he, I don't he know. pity he confessed. Yeah, he's just like, ah, I couldn't be bothered. Fucking. It's like the Zodiac killer. He's like, uh, you know, one of these lads that are all like hanging around the crime scene or sending clues yeah. to the police. Like, you'll never catch me. Like, Chick Tiller was like, it's like, too easy. Jokes man. on you, we're not even trying. It's too easy for me. I fucking, I have magic DNA. Like, you'll never catch me. Like, so it's like a, it's like a verbal Kent, you know, turn it into Kaiser Soze. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, he, he wanted to do that to be, to be. Yeah. Do you know? Um, so, uh, Chikatilla confessed all these crimes then in the hope of being pronounced insane. And he, he wouldn't be c- committed to, uh, to, to to die by his for his crimes mm. or whatever. Uh, so, he pretended to be crazy in the courtroom. He used to take out his dick and helicopter his dick at the judge. Yeah. And be like, hey, judge, hey, judge, look, look, look. And just be helicoptering his dick and trying to wank. And he's like pulling in his dick going, how can I rape when this thing does not work? It does not work. Pulling it out, like slap, punch, putting his hand and punching it and all. And there's video of all of this stuff, like crazy man. Shitting himself and all. I've shit myself. This I've is shit like, myself. This is much higher grade entertainment than, uh, you know, the judge or the trial channels and all that. Yeah. Court judge, TV. Court judge TV. Joe Brown. Ju- yeah, I'll ju- tell you judge one more Judy. time, young chick. I'll tell you, you shit yourself again. You're going down. But Judge Judy be like, I've seen bigger. <laughs> You're not going to stand in front of me and beat your meat. Young man. <laughs> it's fucked up though, man. Like yeah. he was a little, he, and it was like spectacle. And the whole of Soviet Russia, yeah, former Soviet Russia was looking mm. at going, That's, that, that was like country was doing it for years. And now we're an independent Russian. The USSR is gone. Oh, I knew we'd do well, didn't we? Get, look, we have a serial killer just like America. Exactly. And the whole thing for Russia was like, oh, the floodgates are open. They want to be like America. It's mm. a whole thing again. Like exercising the past. Yeah. yeah. And what happens with, with that Soviet mentality, everything before 1990 is just forgotten about. Mm. A little bit. Like, they're kind of like, okay, let's just take it from right now and just move forward into the future. Forget about our heritage and legacy. So this lad was like one last part of the legacy and they wanted to put him away for it, right? Yeah. So the, the crowd in the courtroom was all made up of the families of the victims of the people that he killed and they were all pegging shit at him. He was in like a cage yeah, off to the right-hand side and they were pegging stuff at him. They were screaming at him. The judge was like, order. And it was like were, military police holding yeah. the families back from trying to kill him. It was like a fucking Pearl Jam concert in the front row and they were all trying to pull the cunt apart. If they had it gone, they were like, release, like Barabbas, release him to us. Release him. We'll pull him. They would have pulled him yeah. apart in bits, right? So Chikatilo, when asked for an opinion on something or, you know, when asked to corroborate a fact, uh, he would stand up at certain sections of the court proceedings and just begin speaking at length. And a few times he he, he was making these speeches and it was like filibustering. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. just going on yeah, yeah. and on and on, making these mad, rambly, insane speeches to be pronounced insane. So he'd go and spend the rest of his life in an insane asylum on some antipsychotics, yeah. which is like... You know, for a fella who's facing the it's electric chair. It's a step chair, up from the first two acts. Yeah. Like, act one. It's a little bit of comfort. Act one. 
sticking the dick, starving, yeah. Nazis, rape. It was like, oh, that's, 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 a, hard, that's a hard start. That's and a hard then start. Act two, impotence, humiliation, uh, serial pedophilia, traveling around murdering children, women, prostitutes. It's like, that's a rough act two. Yeah. Act three, if you get to sit in a psych ward on, yeah. on Valium and you're like, Prozapam well, and just well, settle in. Yeah, it could, could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. Could yeah. be outside. Being me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, 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 he would regularly get naked. He would regularly spit. Uh, they'd give him a drink. They had to stop giving him beverages because he used to put the beverages and spit it at all the people. And he'd scream and shout and shit himself and play with his shit and all in the cage in the courtroom. Mm. Like, fucked up shit. Like, fucked up shit, man. So, would after all stop, of this... Stop your nonsense. Yeah, after four years of, of being incarcerated, after a year and a half or a little bit more of being on trial, all of the crimes that he confessed to... A lot of them weren't solved because he made up stuff where they couldn't 100% corroborate the evidence, mm. so they couldn't 100% chalk him down. Uh, he was then sentenced to death in 1994, and as they are wont to do, there's no electric chair, there's no lethal injection, they put you in the cell, put you on your knee, put a gun behind your ear, and boom. pull the trigger, good luck, face mm. gone, bushed. And uh, he was killed on Valentine's Day in 1994. Mm. I heard that he said... It's good because uh, now they can get the doctors to kind of slice up my brain and yeah. there'll be nobody else like me. So That's what he thought. That's what he, he thought. Well, I, I don't know if he realized that, that they were going to put the gun at his head. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, no. But it's fucked up though that he was like, brilliant. Now yeah. you get to see what makes me work. Yeah. And, and it kind of thinks like, maybe that's what he was doing the whole thing because he couldn't figure out how women worked. Mm-hmm. He's just like, how did they work? I just cut them up and find out, like, or how he worked. Why was my mad the way she was, and she's whipping my willy and all, like such mm. fucking weird shit. Like, it's mad, right? Yeah. Chickatilla's story is super interesting. I'm gonna lash up a lot of uh, documentaries about it. Yeah, there's lots of videos of him, loads. like when they walk him. Like, it's really it's it's surprising access because they walk him around different locations where he had buried bodies and yeah. where he killed people, and then they had him in a gymnasium with a dummy, and he was like explaining what he did to different they victims. really were it was it, it, very in very much in the vein of Mindhunter I think was the case of Andrew right. Chikatilo because Mindhunter wanted to look into the origins of why these men did what they did mm. how they did what they did and how to predict that in the future what are the social and cultural demarcation points yeah. where you can go okay that lad comes from a broken home he does this he does that yeah, he is going to be if out of five dudes if that lad has that history Let's look into what he's been doing. Yeah. And the Russians hadn't got that kind of information. Yeah, and this was the case where they did actually open up to that with the yeah. FBI and they brought in the idea of FBI profiling. Yeah. And so it was a kind of new technique amongst detectives there. But you think like that that stuff, like you think with all the CSI and NCIS and all these kind of things that people, are just, just like ubiquity in society where you think that that, that type of uh, police work was has always been done. Mm. It really hasn't. Mm. It really hasn't. Like since the mid to late 70s only. Yeah. So I mean there's lads are going around the 50s like serial killers that were never caught. The only reason you know about lads like Albert Fishnall is because they built a fucking hotel, a murder hotel to let lads get, you pretty, know. Yeah, they got pretty showy pretty about Pretty showy offy like. Um, or Holmes with his built house. Yeah. With his, his hall of mirrors and his various murder rooms and trapdoors and everything. Yeah. Like like totally fucked. And Chikatilo was like the, the Russian Ted Bundy or the Russian John Wayne Gacy like mm. prolific in his killing gruesome brutal in the killing 
and then you know completely lacking remorse he lacked remorse the only the only thing he wanted to do was uh you know get proven insane and that's why he was like i did it i did it and here's why he never said sorry he laughed yeah. all the way through court he shaved his head and sharpened his teeth to look more crazy like he's a fucking wow he's a dementor yeah but you can't discount his childhood you mm-hmm. can't discount that behavior f- from from a guy who was treated like that as a child that's some fucking serious shit that happened to a kid man do you know mm-hmm. that stuff is dangerous when it, when you put it into the mind of a child and think about all the stuff like right now as we're recording the show uh youtube are cracking down on all of the uh explicit sexual imagery that's in the youtube kids app through the spider-man and elsa and peppa pig and freak family vlogs and all this kind of stuff they're in the youtube kids app where there's kids drinking piss and eating shit and spider-man is raping elsa like there's loads of this overt sexual imagery being put out into kids heads you know i know it's not a five nazis running a train on your ma mm-hmm. But it's like a bunch of shit that children's eyes shouldn't be exposed to because it, you're going like, why is that? What the fuck? And some kids are going around exp- like exp- uh, expressing, you know, similar symptoms to having been sexually abused or having a scatological fascination or all this kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. where do you draw the line? Where do you put that? Like, how do you box that off in your head? You know, that's a pretty big question. Yeah, like if that if if it was enough to drive Chickatilla to kill fuck and eat 52 people how you know i know it's on the youtube but like you don't have to do 52 even one or two is bad like i suppose before before recording this i guess i hadn't really appreciated how much the um the like the institutions that were around him kind of turned the situation into an all-you-can-eat buffet kind of and, um, and he was caught and let go and, and caught I, and let go and caught and yeah. let go and I didn't know about the DNA because I was always like how did he keep getting yeah. out of these cases it was always like at, like one after the other it was like he was found covered in blood and like he got away with it like or the he hand was, of God almost yeah or he was like bringing children into a forest and it was like they got away with it and yeah. it was just like over and over got away with it and it was like or the bloody shack with his weapon like his bloody weapon after his first murder and it was like how the fuck did all you get the away signs pointed to him yeah it was his shack bloody weapon trail of blood you know obviously whatever fingerprints whatever and they just went oh no it's not that guy covered in that girl's blood it's some that lives up the road who's mm. a sex offender like so that's the that's the tale of Andre Chikatilo pretty fucking saucy right the chick magnet yeah Oh, I can't even really put my heart into the jokes. It's just so yeah, fucking it's, it's, sad it's and grim. It's hardcore uh, shit. But like, like all the rest, like the Jim Joneses and the Charlie Mansons and the Albert Fishes, like you want to watch that shit, man. You want to watch those kiddies because they are, you know, Michael the, Jackson it, was right. They're the yeah. future. <laughs> the, the institutions that basically yeah. pass off responsibility over the sake of scandals. Um, that's such a dangerous thing, and this guy is yeah, just like the, the, this the, guy is like a top shelf example of that. Like he, the, the he got away. Party, yeah, he got away with like fifty six. Yeah, a lot that's of people, man. Incredible a lot of people. So that's Andrew Chikatilo, and this has been those conspiracy guys' true crime. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, Mark, for this grim. Skip. Thanks for having me. I'm still waiting on the uh, the underdog happy ending, <laughs> happy ending twist or something. Where it's like, no, just he was, no. He was, he was put out of his misery. That's about yeah. that's about as happy as it goes. Um, he's not like wasting away into his seventies or eighties on anti psych meds yeah. in some fucking fucked up, uh, uh, you know. So do you think he knew what he was doing? You think you think he was aware of it? Ah, he's a smart dude, man. Yeah, he was he was you know multi collegiate academic. Like he was mm. he was 
He, he was smart. He wasn't thick. Like, he wasn't thick. No, he knew the fucking moves he was making. He wasn't acting on impulse. None of it was mm. impulse. You know well, especially I mean? when you, in fairness, for the first one, you mm. build a murder shack. He knows. You build a murder shack. And you know lower you're doing. a bubble gun. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Exactly. So that's it for this time. Uh, those conspiracy guys, true crime. If you want to get in contact with us, anything we left out, anything we. Uh, you know said incorrectly or indeed if you want to just add to the add to the story and, and, and tell us something you know that we didn't mention in the story uh, info at doseconspiracyguys.com uh, we're on all the social medias uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest Instagram, Reddit uh, you know any Tumblr anywhere that there's a place that you can have a thing with a stuff on it we're fucking there it's either those conspiracy guys or T conspiracy guys uh, we are on, on Snapchat and Twitter as T conspiracy guys because they let, didn't leave enough room for the hose. Uh, so now uh, we have a Discord server, which is a voice and text chat uh, server where all the cool kids hang out. All the TCG hardcore fans hang out there and talk about, uh, you know, movies and t- computer games and different theories to do with the different episodes and talk about politics and science and space travel and Elon Musk's eyebrows and all this kind of stuff. So if you want to go and, and hang out with all the well-heeled uh, conspiracy socialites over in the Discord server, the link for that is on our Twitter page and you can subscribe to all that stuff there. If you wouldn't mind, if you're listening to this on an iOS device, please leave us a rating and a review. Throw a couple of stars up there. Uh, the next episode of season six is forthcoming, forthwith. Uh, and it is about something quite similar to this one, which would be about... Uh, uh, Jimmy Savile and uh, oh. Operation U-Tree and Pizzagate and Pedogate and Elsagate and all of these uh, institutionalized, mm. uh, you know, uh, sexual b- b- bad rings. behaviors. And yeah, I mean, there'll be more rings in the fucking Olympics over in this motherfucker. Mm. Uh, some shit's going to go down. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to, it's going to open our eyes and it's going to lead us right into season six, talking about the Franklin Credit Union scandal and stuff like that as well. And when I go to, uh, when I go to uh, America next year, uh, we'll be chasing down some of those stories and trying to talk to some of those people and see what the fuck is going on. So if you want to uh, help out the show, if the lifeblood of the show right now is Patreon, so patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys, it keeps the lights on over here. And if you throw us even $2 a month, uh, you know, it makes a huge difference. If everybody who listened to this show gave $1, I wouldn't need to ask again for a whole year. That's how much your $1 really means. And uh, you get loads of stuff too. You get uh, behind the scenes footage, you get extra outtakes from the shows, you get notifications of live chats, and you get uh, little videos, vlogs and stuff that are only for Patreon people. They're not public for public consumption. Uh, you also get first row seats to all of the live video chats that we do on appear.in and all the stuff that's going to be going on ahead into the future streaming on facebook and twitter uh, uh and twitch as well so if you want to get in touch with us uh we we do have an email as well info at those conspiracy guys.com and uh i'm sure there'll be a link for the indiegogo uh in the description below as soon as it's launched which will be very very soon so the indiegogo is going to fund uh, my trip to America to make the first season of Those Conspiracy Guys TV, Woo-hoo. which is gonna, yeah, it's gonna be me driving around America in the van, making a load of uh, documentaries. Oi, ginger man, driving <laughs> around in a dirty van. <laughs> it's the, it's you know, it's a, uh, it's the ultimate Irish uh, Irish traveler's dream to yeah. to document your your journey and go meet the people we're actually talking about. I mean, if I was yeah. living in America already and I had this show. I would be doing that on my weekends off. Mm. I'd be taking like a week off and driving wherever I lived to wherever I'm fucking going to go. Uh, we're going from California up the West Coast to Washington uh, and then across the North 
uh, over in New York by Christmas, then down the East Coast all through the first half of 2019, and then uh, coming into the summer, then hitting uh, like Louisiana, Texas, Nevada, uh, uh, Arizona, and then back to back to California. Hopefully, I get to meet all the people I need to meet. All the all the you know go for a trip with Stephen Greer out in the desert and try and convince him to see if I can uh, record some stuff with a camera when he's trying to show me some uh, some aliens or fucking high five Tom DeLonge or even have a party with Joe Rogan um, definitely like meet up with Greg Carrywood down in San Diego and talk some higher side chats it's just trying to get me into the place I need to be to meet the people I need to meet to make the best kind of thing for your ear holes and eyeballs and I really think that I can do it without the interference of you know a, a network tv show or or some kind of overarching you know <laughs> globalist conglomerate that's going to be like oh you can't be saying that now you so, nearly said cabal there just out of habit uh, yeah, yeah. overarcing shadow shadow network cabal. <laughs> oligarchy um so imagine imagine if we was able to put something together that was independently funded by you the people to consume yourself so there'll be little tears and little perks uh inside the indiegogo you get credits on the show there's other little perks and stuff as well so um, and indeed, if you're a Patreon subscriber and uh, you're living in America, I'm going to be doing live shows when I'm going around. And there'll also be uh, there'll also be some uh, meet and greets and stuff like that. If we're in a place that doesn't have that many people, I'm sure a coffee or a, a soft beverage wouldn't go astray. So, uh, yeah, that's it for all the announcements. Uh, I'm trying to make the social stuff a bit lighter at the head of the show for season six and onwards uh, because of some of the uh, some of the complaints and some of the suggestions. I'm listening, people. I am listening. It's Every day is better. a school day. Every day is a school day. It's getting better. Um, so that's it then for this time. Andrea Chikatilo, sick puppy, bad start, uh, worse end. Yeah. It's fucking rough, oh, like the other side of the sandpaper. Start at the bottom, didn't get up. Mm-mm, no way. Thanks very much to Mark Mango for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, I'm sure the, the hip-hop ukulele or hip hop and uh, Mark's ukulele tips uh, on YouTube. If you go over, if you're, you know, want to play some ukulele, Hit the man up on YouTube and tell him what you like. Yeah, I'm sure you'll like help somebody Facebook. out. Do yeah, some stuff, make some private lessons over Skype. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually just taken off. Yeah, daily mm-hmm. buzz. So uh, it's all happening. Thanks very much for listening. My Thank name you is guys. Gordo. I'm Mark. And uh, this has been Those Conspiracy Guys True Crime. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>